0: You are listening to Become A Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach.
1: Hey there and welcome to episode number 107 with my guest today, all the way from South Africa, Robin Ferguson. So in this episode I talk to Robin about her new EP called Falling Forward, which really is an amazing EP. Robin also gives us a great insight into the songs and the recording process, plus we talk about her influences and a lot more. So hopefully after you listen to the podcast, you can, you can click on the link in the show notes and download her EP. Now before we go to the interview, let's have a quick listen to Robin's playing in one of her songs called The Fall. you all agree she's an amazing player and an amazing person so let's go all the way over to south africa My interview with robin ferguson hello
0: hey how are you adam how are you good thanks
1: so i think you're my first guest from south africa it's had a lot oh you. yeah
0: well, it's quite strange i suppose um yeah. but yeah australia that whole thing hey yeah, <laughs> I know. i've never been oh really yeah um,
1: I got a few friends here from South Africa and they um they say it's pretty very similar in some ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They say the climate's very much the same, the weather and the people. So yeah, they yeah. they South Africa South African's cool, Australia, um South Africa number two. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, well congratulations with uh the, the new EP falling forward.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Yeah, so I had a listen to it um over you the know, last week and yeah, it's great. Really, really nice playing.
0: Thank you. That's a big compliment. I really appreciate that.
1: No, no problem. So how long have you been recording this album for?
0: Surprisingly, it's only been a year. Um, so I released the first album in 2019. And about two weeks after it came out or was released, I started writing again. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's been a year um, with a couple challenges in between. But yeah, it's taken a year to, from start to end to get where we are.
1: Yeah, well, that's amazing. Actually, I noticed, like you said, with the the challenges, you had the, um, was it the paralysis in the left hand or something?
0: Yeah, so last year I had a, a I fell quite ill. I, I collapsed one day just very randomly out of the blue. Wow. And it turns out that I've got uh, a degenerative disease that affects my neurotransmitters and how my brain talks with parts of my body. Mm. So without like going on too much about it, um, it caused a lot of nerve damage and paralysis in my hand and a whole bunch of things, which is still uh, something to overcome. Yeah. But um I made dramatic improvements. Um, I can walk around and talk and do the usual stuff and play some guitar. But it was a bit of a challenge. But a challenge is good, you know?
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, especially for yourself being a guitarist, with your left hand, that must have been a bit of a scare, though, at, at first.
0: Yeah, it it is it is quite frightening. Still to this day, I can't I can't feel those three fingers at the moment. They're really? quite dead still, wow. but they're able to move and such now, which is cool. So I, I don't have any feeling in them whatsoever. It's quite a party treat trick, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow.
0: But um, it does get a bit difficult because I rely a lot on feel as to like how I. Get my music out, and so I'm sure as a guitarist, finger tone is a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the little nuances and such. So I had to relearn a lot of it. It's taken, it's been very frustrating. Not going to lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask. so did you have to change your playing techniques in any way?
0: Yeah, dramatically. Mm. At one stage, I actually thought of just becoming a lefty, like <laughs> turning everything around, because maybe this is just going to be easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I started. And then I realized, actually, this is a dumb idea. <laughs> Let's go back to how we did it before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I have a lot of warm-up techniques that I have to do now because because I can't feel those three fingers. I may damage something and without knowing, and then it causes a lot more problem down the line. Yeah. So I've had to spend a lot of time warming up before I play, stretching, all of that. And then in terms of playing technique, because um, – like, I rely quite heavily on my ring finger and my pinky for a lot of what I do, yeah. especially with my, like, weird chords and stuff that yeah. I like. I had to pay a lot of attention. So where I used to be able to play and look off into the distance, I had to refocus. But that made me a better guitarist, I think, because yeah. it's I had to go very slowly and very steadily. So I have to slow small movements because you had to retrain the hand as if it, was nothing so yeah. from scratch almost so very frustrating because you you know you can play these things but then you physically like you can't so yeah, yeah but it's pretty steady yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: so you, you never go soloing away then you, you look down and your your fingers bleeding but you don't know about it
0: oh that's happened <laughs> <laughs> and I said sometimes <laughs> somebody I, I joked with somebody at a show they're like oh you do this like um hammer on pull off like little thing. I'm like, yeah. no, that's just the nerve jumping. I have no control over that. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. <laughs> it's just a twitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's funny. So,
0: yeah, uh, it, it's fun in a way. If you can get past the the tragedy, it's quite comical. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, so you no. pretty much recorded this whole EP with that, that situation going on?
0: Yeah. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> I, I will admit it was frustrating and quite a lengthy process. I, I'm fortunate that I can record here in this room that we're in right now. I've got yeah. my camper and my guitars, my Ebenezes and, you yeah. know, whatever I need. Laptop is everything sorted here. Um, that's the wonderful thing about technology. Yeah. Is we're talking different sides yeah. of, uh, of the ocean that's right, yeah. and uh, same thing with, with guitar. So I was able to record most of it at home and because of the rehabilitation, like at, at one point I was going to name the album like 300 or something, because that's about how many takes I had to do oh. on, per part in <laughs> wow. so, the beginning, you know, because it was just so frustrating. I had this line in my head and I know I can play it, but yeah come on. (laughs) Uh, So it did take a lot of time and it was like a lot of hard graft, but I actually think that recording the album helped the recovery.
1: So yeah, Yeah. it was cool. (laughs) So did you record like all guitar parts, bass and like programmed the drums?
0: Yeah, so guitars and bass are recorded myself, Um, drums are programmed, but what I like to do with my drums from this album and the first album, so Falling Forward and Alazarin, I... I write. I'll write the drums out. I'll program them. Um, I've got a bit of a sound engineering background, so like I can try and make them yeah. as realistic as possible. Yeah. And then I give them. I give the the samples off to all the all the pieces that I've composed. I give them off to a bunch of my drummer friends that I know from all over the, and um, I ask them to just play it, see how it feels. Is it natural? Like, is it cool? Does it work? Is it an octopus or like, is this realistic? Like, does this sound cool? Can you actually do that? Because I'm not a drummer myself, I don't want to make it impossible yeah. um, because obviously you have live shows and stuff like that, which you also want guys to perform with you and uh, not just with a backtrack or such. So yeah, I spent a lot of time like that, but um, uh, I like to believe that the drums sound pretty decent okay. on the album. Clinton, who mixed and and mastered it, he did a fantastic job. So, yeah, yeah recorded myself all composed and wow. drums programmed. I think a lot of it had to do with how we how we mixed it into the, into the album, like how it sounds with the rest of the instruments. Uh, it needs to complement. So, yeah, I spent a lot of time on the drums, yeah. but I'm glad that um, they sounded good.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And how'd you go over the the bass parts? Did you consider yourself as a bass player or a guitarist bass player?
0: Oh, the eternal question, isn't it? Yeah,
1: that's
0: right. I won't offend offend any bassist, (laughs) um, but (laughs) yeah, so I'm a guitarist and uh, I can play a bit of bass. Yep but as a guitarist playing bass. So I actually, uh, I've been a bassist for a band uh, before and have played bass in many projects, but guitar is actually my thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think to really be a proper bassist, you need to like know what's going on, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: And,
0: and have the, the technique, which uh,
1: is a whole nother beast. We <laughs> <laughs> did a great job though. I mean, the bass sounds great.
0: Thank you. I, at bass, I actually started recording first because it was slightly simpler than the guitar runs that I was doing. Yep. Um, no, like, shreddy bits and such. So bass actually helped a lot. And because it's fatter strings and the fretboard's larger, it actually helped a lot. Yep. Um, and if you've got a decent bass setup, it's not uncomfortable to play. Yep. So I think that helped. It, it it kind of got me back into guitar playing, was playing bass. And I recorded all the bass parts first before anything else. So yeah. uh, that probably helped the most.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about the songs, just the meaning about some of them? That's okay.
0: Yeah, sure. So, absolutely. So the, the songs are take you through a journey following on from the first album, which is Alizarin, and the, the drawing behind it is the compound for Alizarin Crimson, which is a color, and that color is quite significant throughout history as being like a first or a substantial thing. So I, I quite liked it, and red is my favorite color. Then moving on to Falling Forward, mm. <laughs> um, that was – Sure, it took a whole different beast, because now you've got the first album out, so it was quite terrifying to do. Now you have all this expectation for the second one, and you're like, ooh, no. (laughs) Very scary. Um, (laughs) The awkward second album. So luckily it it came out super cool. I'm very happy. But um, basically all of the songs follow a theme of, of... it's a roller coaster. So it'll take you through a journey of highs and lows, each song. No. Some of them, like, gravity is the weight of a situation, which is tied into the name. So gravity happened, like, I wrote that um, when I started realizing, and I only noticed after I was like, the recovery, that just before I collapsed, I realized only then, maybe I wasn't feeling great, you know? No. So that song is just about not listening to myself and falling really hard and and going through all of that and realizing, flip, I might not be able to play guitar again. I don't know what's happening. Um, oxygen being something where you find a bit of relief, but also quite desperate for it and and so on and so on with the rest of the songs. So the the entire theme of the album is overcoming and is following your purpose and and realizing that no matter what happens in this life, you are here for a reason and for a purpose. And even if it feels like your entire dream and life has been derailed, there's something greater than that moment. And if you can overcome that moment and fall forward into your purpose, into your, into your fear almost, you'll come out through it, and you'll, you'll land up in a different place. So, similarly to, to Alazarin, there's also a compound behind it, and, and that's the compound for adrenaline, because it was hella scary doing all of this, and you have adrenaline pumping. Yeah. But it's also great to me is to like, just push yourself, push through, and you can do anything that you put your mind to, anything. Yeah. Um, no matter how hard it is, if it's your dream, if it's your purpose in life, Make it happen, and it will. It's a mindset, yeah. Fantastic. So that's an, I how all the songs, what they reflect, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. I mean, even the song was a carbon where there's, there's no like no big solos involved. It's more like a, an interlude type thing, just to get you in the mood to the next song, yeah. which is uh, cloud. Yeah.
0: Carbon, for me, it, we're all carbon life forms. It's like the basic basis of this whole universe, or, or that we know of at least. And for me, I just wanted to break it all the way down. Carbon actually was one of the songs that I wrote very shortly after um, I came out of hospital and such. And it was just. I don't know, it was a very strange time being in hospital. There was a lot of medication and a lot of stuff happening and a lot of tests and I wasn't well and I was slipping in and out of consciousness the whole time and that came from a dream that I had and I think um, just coming back to basics and going, you don't need to have all these flashy parts all the time, just hit it where it feels, you know?
1: (laughs) Exactly. That's good. I mean, that's... It's a really good thing to have, I think, because you know you listen to some solo albums, like solo guitarists, and it's just all you know, shredding, yeah shredding, shredding, shredding all the way through. It's actually good to have that little break to <laughs> ah yes, you know.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I think it's it's quite a hard balance to have between like the shreddy and and the chill it's something that's quite important for me is to is to have a balance an equilibrium between the two I think a lot of people hide behind like oh I'm a shredder, look at me I play a million notes in a second yeah, yeah. and other people who just wail on one note, what makes you a great guitarist uh, pff, debatable I suppose yeah. but me personally think a bit of it's that push and pull it's almost like a good and evil kind of a fight you know like that guitar deal between yeah. the chill and the Hectic.
1: <laughs> and how about the uh, the artwork, was that, yeah. was that your artwork?
0: Yeah, so um, I wear many hats in my life, <laughs> <laughs> one of them is also art, I'm an artist, I do a lot of airbrush and sculpture and I actually my day job is a um, graphic designer, nice. so i um, Creating that artwork was again, from a, sort of my conscious, unconscious state that I found myself in and the visions and the things that I saw. It also helped with a lot of um, uh, rehabilitation in my hand because I was able to draw a few little things and put it together and, you know, tweak a little bit there and Photoshop this and <laughs> add that and do this. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun doing the artwork. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now, I did hear another interview you did uh, I can't remember who it was with, but you said there is some hidden things mm. involved in that cover, but unfortunately I couldn't see it. I had a look at, I was zooming in, <laughs> trying to see what's going on, but can you give me a hint?
0: Um, so I might have already given a, a bit of it away, but it's <laughs> it's got to do with the colours, like following on from the first album. So I, it, uh, it's a very subtle thing. I... I I like to have double meanings on everything, and it's not it's never just something simple. um A lot of the songs there's nods to the first album, there's one or two little lines maybe in a different key, just to oh ah. uh, yeah, tie <laughs> that and that and i I'm a sucker for like a series almost you know yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to tie it in.
1: I just want to quickly talk about your your influences how you first got into guitar
0: absolutely yeah i mean i think from from the influences are far and wide i i can look out the window and be influenced by something i see i think and it's not just one particular piece or one you know it's it, it's quite a, a number of things yeah, in terms of playing technique and playing style I think it's. I've had quite a rich background in in music coming from a a lot of classical playing and then doing session work in in theatres and stuff like that where it's completely different than death metal bands. So influences, I wouldn't pick one particular band or artist per se, it's a mix, Um, I would say highlights, for certain things was when I started into music, I really enjoyed the groove and and feel of um, guys like in flames, disturbed, and system of a down, you know, like their weird little, it was just weird when I heard it, you know, I was like, this is cool. (laughs) Um, I then dived into the heavier stuff and went all the way to like symphonic folk metal, uh, you know, and went all the way down that train. Uh, and then come back to the super death metal, black metal with the Dordanash, and now the proggy things. I think I pick up things from different people, different bands, and different places. Mm. Um, a big influence at the moment is Devin Townsend. I've got a, a lot of um, Pliny going at the moment as well, the guys from Polyphia. Um, just the, the, the way they compose their music, I think, is what catches me. Yeah. My wish is to be on the stages of the world, is mm. to come see you and chat with you in your fantastic guitar room, <laughs> and in real chats and be yeah. travelling and be playing and meeting new people. That's that's what I crave.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, hopefully, I mean, yeah, you know, next year I'm sure John at Golden Records will be able to get you down here.
0: Oh, I'd, I'll be there in a flash. Yeah. Tie me to the airplane wing. I'm coming.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs>
0: But I'm not a very good swimmer. But I've been told from because I'm at, I'm at the ocean at the moment in okay. Cape Town. So oh, yeah. I've been told if I swim that direction for a really long ass time, <laughs> I'll eventually get to Australia. Yeah, so it. <laughs> I have to practice.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. The word's going to get around as well Australia. So I'm sure people love to get you down here.
0: Thank you. Um, it's it. Uh, it's been so fantastic chatting with everybody I've had one or two other convoys with people in Australia and it's just yeah. it's such a it seems like such a wonderful place I have to come
1: I yeah. have to I'll <laughs> right, well, you to your next interview
0: <laughs> thanks Adam thank no, you no so problem. much for your time and yeah, yeah awesome so awesome chatting with you please don't be a stranger let's chat again yeah
1: for sure we'll do anytime come on the podcast
0: amazing thank you all have right, a no lovely problem. day
1: you too thank you very much cheers Bye-bye. bye 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 So I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Don't forget to click on the, the link in the show notes to download Robin's EP, Falling Forward. And again I'd like to thank my sponsors, Musician, Custom Guitar Picks and Living Music. So I'll see you on the next episode with my guest Hank Sherman from Merciful Fate. So until then, keep jamming.